Hi, I'm Katie Barbaro, and welcome to the first episode of Showing Up Messy, the podcast about the messy parts of the creative process and showing up before we feel ready. In true messy fashion, this is an episode that I recorded a long time ago, like a few months ago, maybe just two, but still, it's it's been a second. And uh, this is the reason I'm making this podcast to begin with is because I have a hard time with overcoming my own perfectionism um, and just doing things. Uh, and I think it's because there's all this fear wrapped up in, I don't know, not feeling good enough. Like it's it's not like a conscious fear. It just happens. It's just there. And it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm just I'm not a real artist person I shouldn't be putting things out into the world uh, but guess what we all are it's not just me you are too if you don't think you're creative hopefully I want to prove you wrong I don't know if this episode will do it but one of them will um, but yeah this is about showing up before we feel ready I'm not the first person to think of this but I am somebody who needs to hear it every day of my life and so since I'm having these conversations anyways, I'd like them to be open to the public. Every other week, I will be talking with Alex Vanderhoek, who you will hear in this episode. Um, he is a Los Angeles-based singer, dancer, performer, artist, who is going through the artist way for the first time. We'll talk all about that in the episode. It's one of the books that helped me come alive on my creative path. Um, and I'm excited to check in with him every week it's a 12-week program slash book slash whatever um but you can kind of stretch it out so that's going to be one type of episode we'll have and then on the alternating weeks i'll be talking with another creative person about their their creative process or really whatever um whatever comes up <laughs> but focused around uh creativity and some of the darker parts of it not so that we wallow in the darkness, but so that we shine a light on it and let it have less power over us. And so we all feel less alone. So I think I've talked uh, enough and you're going to hear a lot more of my talking right now. I hope you enjoy it. This is showing up messy. Yeah, let's start. So Okay, so hi, everybody. My name is Alex Vanderhoek. And I'm Katie Barbaro. And welcome to our currently unnamed podcast. But uh, throughout the course of this this discussion, um, you know, we're going to help you guys establish what the theme of it. Well, hopefully you'll help us We're going to help you decide what this podcast Afterwards, is about. if you could just tell us what the name is, that would be yeah. great. We're going to help you figure out what the name is. <laughs> Right. Oh my gosh. We were talking, well, because we were talking yesterday about what to call this. And then yes. we realized that it would actually be a cool conversation to have um, in the context of an episode because it's, um, that's part of our creative journey with this podcast. Um, and right. what the podcast is about is, um, is the creative process because mm -hmm. I, this is something that I've felt for a long time because i personally felt um I don't know a, a big creative block of mine in my life mm. was mm -hmm. not um feeling I always 
I don't know, just felt like I wasn't enough of an artist to take myself seriously or to take my creative goals seriously. And I think that a big thing that caused that was like we only really see or a lot of times we focus too much on people's finished products uh, like creative creatively mm-hmm. you know we see mm-hmm. like the masterpieces the end, result. the end yeah. results yeah and I didn't really know that there's a there's a process where you have to show up every day and just um you know I basically <clears throat> okay I'm like not articulating this very well but basically okay. I needed a permission slip or something um yeah and yeah yeah and and so I mean I remember you so the book that we're kind of basing our conversations around is The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron which many people have um used in order to get in touch with their creative selves and to remove those creative blocks and I I'm not sure how you found it but you were the one who introduced it to me and I remember you you texted me or or you tagged me or something happened where you were like hey I'm doing this book um you know I'd love to include you in my creative journey um you know and I I was kind of caught off guard by it because uh, a little backstory Katie and I went to college together uh I yes. first met Katie as a freshman uh and I was a sophomore at, I think and you were a sophomore yeah. yes and and I remember the specific I remember meeting you like so clearly Katie came to my residential hall to talk about building government and mm-hmm. or the like uh, more complicated than that but I won't go into the specifics of it but uh <laughs> and I and I was just like I was so enamored with her and I would I, I, do you remember what I said to you? Um. Oh God, I don't. But I love the story. Please you don't? tell okay. me. Um, Use all because the details. I, <laughs> because I turned, I turned to you and I said, "Are you an upperclassman?" Oh my like, God, I, I just do was... <laughs> I've never felt so cool. I was like, "Well, yeah, I am an upperclassman." Yeah. <laughs> Let me. <laughs> and I was like, I, I, I was just like the most freshmaniest freshman that you could. I was yeah oh my gosh I loved you were so much fun I was so happy like I was actually that's so interesting that that's when we met because I was that was like I was the vice president of programming so I had my programming board and you became Mm -hmm. one of my board members after that board members yeah that wonderful night um Yes, yes. And I remember, you know, we, you know, Katie and I would have meetings and, you know, these building government meetings. And we had, we had, um, we had a few characters in our group. (laughs) And I knew, I knew that, I knew that whenever something was said, Katie and I could make eye contact and we just kind of immediately kind of had a sense that we were on on a similar wavelength. wavelength. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, you were a kindred spirit for sure. Kindred spirit for sure. I was um, well, and like I was so grateful to have you, honestly, because I was I didn't know what I was doing. Like that's actually a really <laughs> like it's funny to think about that time in my life, but that felt exactly kind of like stepping into a like the creative unknown. Except this didn't uh, uh-huh. it didn't necessarily 
I didn't embrace it with that kind of like openness and freeness. I was just like, oh, God, the person who passed down this role to me basically gave me like a three inch binder of oh God. all of her anxiety. It was oh, just, no. She no. was like you're going to have to contact facilities management services and it's going to be hard and you're never. Oh no. no. (laughs) It was all about like, because we were in charge of planning like these three big events for the whole student body and they were big, but like, you know, and there's a budget we have to take care of and all that stuff. But it was the way I approached it was with this, like, Oh God, I'm (laughs) going to fail. So it, (laughs) it was, which is so funny to hear you say that because in my mind, you know, I thought you knew exactly what you were doing. And I and I thought like, oh, um, like, oh, she she's just a natural. Like, I thought you were just so good at it. Oh, my you gosh. Know? And you and like, I mean, we put on I mean, and I just thought you were so it's so funny. I thought you were so much older than me. Like and realistically, you're I was one so one old. year older. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like literally one year older. Right. And um, like I just thought, uh, oh, this girl really like is so organized and knows what she's doing. And I mean, later on, you ended up becoming like president of the entire organization, didn't you? Oh yeah. Well, we've talked before. Yeah, yeah, I did. I um, I did become the president, which was. Which was fun. Not something I set out to do. Like, I'm going to go to college and become the president of residential student government. Um, yeah. Well, something I think you and I talked about in kind of the conversations that led to the creation of this recording slash podcast um, is that you and I both have the personality types when we are put into uh, any sort of academic or where there's like a ladder you know like if you get stuck into a job and we're just like a, I, maybe what would you call it achievement oriented or achievement based like if there's like an achievement or something to tackle like we just want to achieve it even if it's not necessarily our passion we just want to like yes. or at least for me I guess I should oh, speak for myself you can speak but, for me too I I am definitely wired that way where if I wired see, that way yeah So I can, so I can totally see for you and I, I am, I have the same thing that I have to kind of fight. It's like, okay, I'm good at this, but I'm not necessarily passionate about it. So you're in this building government and you're good at it because obviously you put on so many successful events. So you're like, I'm going to run for president, right? Yeah, it was kind it was partially that and partially like I felt a sort of, I felt a sort of duty because I, mm. I do, I do, um, I did love the organization. I do love it. I guess yeah, I do. Though, thinking I. back, yeah, and of course, I still do. Yeah, um, yeah, and I felt, it, it, I think it really was, um, it, it, it yeah. I, I don't think I just did it for the like achievement aspect of it. Mm-hmm. In that case, but it's also like it felt like what came next, and and in a sense of like. Yeah, I am good at this and I want to be of service and give and, you know, yeah, give my whatever uh, my talents to this um, this organization. But I think it was definitely like the it's exactly what you said about like just because I'm good at it doesn't mean um, I want to be doing it or that it's right. my, my passion or and I think that right. um, that was where I 
I sort of lost myself in at certain points mm-hmm. in my life where mm-hmm. I found myself on these tracks where I was good at the thing. I even enjoyed doing like I enjoyed a lot of aspects of doing building government. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. A lot of it like really stressed me out. And at the end of the day, I was like, why Why am I doing this? What is happening? Right. Um, but yeah, like it was it was sort of not um I'm trying to think about like what specific like I just it's easy for me I guess and and like the fear that I have now like that I've kind of Mm -hmm. I've stripped away a lot of the um compulsory is that a word is it like or like yeah yeah Yeah, that's a word like (laughs) the compulsory like uh activities that I'm in because I can lose myself in like, okay, I have improv practice every Wednesday and we mm, do these. Like, yeah. I lose myself in the routines and, like, being yes. on a track that lead to yes. a goal. Yes. Um, I think we all do. And I think that part of the artist way is, like, you know, you uh, you you graduate, you get a job, you are so focused on just paying the bills and being an adult and all of those things. And you're in the system, maybe it's, you know... Um, Uh, a film or a desk job or you know whatever it is and you kind of you're just working to climb that ladder when you 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 forget to check in and be like okay is this what I actually want am I doing things that I actually want you know yeah it's I actually Um, just heard you know Jack Canfield the guy who wrote um the chicken soup for the soul books oh my god I literally just listened to his super uh, soul Sunday. yes oh my god did you yeah me too I loved oh my god because he broke it was amazing he wrote a book which I want to read about success yes what's it I forget what it's called oh something there's like 25 factors oh gosh this could turn into we could just analyze different podcasts uh, Oprah's podcast. We could just, yeah, we could just be the, yeah, the recap. This is gonna be, I mean, for our audience who is still here, hopefully. Um, <laughs> basically, we're gonna be like, kind of putting all these different texts together, and and uh, you know, there's all different. There's the same message over and over. But anyways, go ahead, Katie. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, we because we talked about that how like every single book, like every single book that's like a self help book is essentially says the same thing but it's in different people's voices and I love and I was telling you that I love and also I'm like in my head right now because I almost hate when people reference conversations that they've had off air anyways doesn't matter off air Um, (laughs) and here 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 we are here we are doing it okay now you (laughs) see why they do it I know I know um but yeah like I don't get sick of reading those books because it's it is really inspiring to hear it from, I think, uh, from different people's perspectives of like how the story mm-hmm. of how they came alive. And it's such a mm. like there's so much passion in it because it's so personal, like it's deeply personal, but it's also this universal truth, you know, that like. Yes. Yes. And yes. Oh, I feel that. Yeah. Sure. And it moves them to this point where they have to write about it and share about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Jack Canfield, uh, it's on yes, Super yes, Soul yes. Sunday. So back to your point, yeah. Um, but he said, you know, success is like climbing a ladder, but we need to make sure that our ladder is leaning up against the right building. Yes, and mm-hmm. I think that that for me really is how I. Oh, that hit home. That hit home. That totally hit home. Yeah. 
And see, I what what I also when I heard that metaphor as well, I uh, something I struggle with is because I know that I'm scared to even bring the ladder out. You know what I mean? Um. Oh yeah. And and even because like I'm like if I start that ladder, I'm gonna end up in a place where I don't know where I'm gonna be. You know, and. Mm-hmm. How do I know that I want to be there? And how do I know I want to be on that wall when there could have been another wall I could have put my ladder on? So I'm kind of like there in the middle of all these all these walls holding my ladder being like, I I don't know which wall to go to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, totally. And I don't, know wh- I don't know which wall is going to bring me the most happiness. Right. And then the indecisiveness around that. Yes. Is like, oh, well, I guess I'm not going to climb at all. Crippling crippling yeah not gonna climb at all and then you don't climb at all oh yeah because because you're like yeah you're stuck in that space where you're indecisive like right now we're leaning our ladder against this podcast wall and it's kind of scary because I'm like well what is I mean even the okay the journey to getting to this moment has been Uh a series of indecisive ladder moves for me personally yes because this concept for a podcast or whatever like this has been in my head for such a long time mm-hmm. and I think I knew I wanted it to be a podcast because what I love is having these conversations with people about their own creative processes because that just makes me feel connected and good and like I can talk about the yeah like the parts of of creativity and life really it's all the same thing like creativity is just living um but and having these and having these deeper conversations I mean I am such a sucker for these conversations and like you said the stories of people coming alive and like you know I even I I even um like I went out last night and I'm in this bar and I'm like trying to have this super deep conversation with a total stranger that I just met. Like I love it too much a little Me bit. Too. You oh know? my god, like, I know. Like like <laughs> yeah. I just go too deep with people and it's like this guy doesn't want to talk about prayer and meditation and while in the background Rihanna's singing about like uh you know her so hard that's so hard song or whatever or rude boy rude boy rude boy can you get it up you know it's like (laughs) you're like like, this is not the environment to like go there but yeah like so tell me about your uh, relationship with god yeah like let's go there exactly no exactly i'm like so ready i'm ready (laughs) i do not know how to make small talk at all because i'm like it's not interesting to me but it's like katie sometimes you have to like think about like is this appropriate you found this book um, the artist way. Okay, yeah, let's back circle to, back, back to, to basics. Let's well, circle back well, to the, the beginning. We're talking we're, about we're, what we're actually supposed to be talking about. Um, yeah. So so we established kind of how we know each other. And so we, you and I, we kind of lost touch for a little bit, you know, in, in the whole, like, not lost touch in, like, I don't know, you know, we just went off and became adults. Right. You know, we, separate, we separately. We haven't been, like, yeah. like in each other's lives consistently for consistently for yeah. a while yeah but um and you're in New York now and I'm uh here in West Hollywood and you tagged me in this thing maybe like a year ago saying like come do the artist way with me and I at the time I was like oh what is it like I don't even know what it is and then and then it, you know it's like one of those things that like 
you hear it once and then you keep hearing it. Yeah. And, um, and so for me personally, I, you know, I was like, huh, okay. You know, kind of molded over. Then I was like, well, I'll go to the bookstore and check it out. And I went and it was sold out and I was like, huh? Okay. And I went again and it was sold out. What? And, and I was like, okay, like maybe it's just not meant to be or whatever. And like, you know, um, that sort of thing. And so, I, but I went a third time to go and find this book. And so I went a third time. I got the book. And then I was in an improv class at the time. And I like to get thank you gifts for everyone uh, at the end of the class. Aww. Just as like a thank you for like this time and like, you know, like for being, you know, because improv for is every very per- like. For every person in your class? Yeah. Yeah. Oh I gosh, try to do so like sweet. a, I try to do like a personal gift for everyone. Um, and so I was, you know, and that it can get expensive and I was running low on money and I was kind of like, what do I get this one person, Allison? And I thought, Oh, you know, she actually, I feel like would really benefit from the message of this book. So then I got, I gave her my copy. Oh my God. Of course. That I had gotten. (laughs) Um, so I was like, you know, it's just, I'll, I'll read this book when it's the right time. Uh, and I'll, I'll get this book when it's the right time. And, and I knew I was going to do it and I knew I was going to get it. And so I asked for it for Christmas. And so I, I got it and, (laughs) and I texted you about it and I said, I finally got it. Meanwhile, you've already done the book two times. Um, so you're going to be through the duration of this podcast. I think what we discussed and you could of course speak to this is, uh, you're going to, either do it again or why, why don't you tell me what you're, what I'm gonna, you're gonna what are you gonna do what I'm gonna do well my I'm gonna that's a good question I kind of I skimmed the chapter this time because part of mm-hmm. me like when I opened it up I was like this sounds like a great idea because I I guess to quickly talk about my history with the artist way it mm-hmm. it was um we read excerpts of it in this creativity class I took in college, which I absolutely loved. It was this creative exploration, get in touch with your inner child and just play, um, which was like kind of my first time really being given permission to just play and be curious Mm. about myself in that Mm way. And, um, and so I knew we had read excerpts from this book, but I didn't have the book itself. It was just, one of those, you know, USC printout things that we got. Right, um, right, right, right. That they, from like, the bookstore. From the bookstore. The university m- bookstore where they'd like. They'd make you pay like $100 for PDF copies of. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like, yes why? Yes. You took so much of my money, but okay. Um, so yeah, yes. <laughs> what was, then I was at, it was like a few, several years out of college, a couple years out of college. And I was at this like used book sale and I found a copy of the artist's way and it was mm. it felt like it was totally that moment of like oh now this is meant to be like i need i need to have this mm. book um mm. and it was two dollars it's crazy like every time i i've seen it at so wow. many like goodwills and places like that and every time i see one i just buy it because i'm like i need 
I guess I need to give it to somebody. So I feel like a Jehovah's right. Witness with this book. Not that there's anything <laughs> wrong with that. Um, obviously, I'm... Um, there's a few things wrong with it, for um, sure. Yeah. There's definitely, I'm willing to go on record to say there's a few things wrong I mean, with, I with, would agree with you. Jehovah's Witness. Um Gosh, so that was so that's my problem. I was going to the bookstore when I should have been going to Goodwill. You gotta just look for these weird places. Uh, yeah, it's like find I love it under a rock. I love, I love how you're like this book is everywhere, and my story is like I could not find this book anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you have so to look funny. Far and wide. Um, far and wide. Yeah, but it was yeah. So it, you picked it up, and you've been kind of proselytizing it. I have been for sure because of um well and. I had it kind of lying around for a while, and then a friend of mine, um, she had tried to get through it herself, but like stopped during one of the weeks because um, it does. It takes a lot of, you know, work and work, yeah, discipline to like do it. And so we decided to be accountability partners, sure. um, reading the book together and yes, reading it separately, but then talking about it every week. Um, totally. And so yes. when you yes. texted me. Yeah. Or, yeah, like you were. And yeah, I yeah. So that you th- I mean, that that's exactly why I texted you because I kind of had an idea. Because well, and I I guess my intuition was that you when you found the book, you posted, "Hey, I'm doing this. Who wants to do it with me?" So I was like, "Oh, okay. This is something that you need to kind of do with people." And then we talked, and you said, "Yeah, it's good to have an accountability person." And I said, "Oh, okay." Um, and you kind of just offered, you were like, well, I'll be your accountability person. And I was like, oh my gosh, really? Like, I was so excited that you had offered that um, because I don't know who else I would go to and what a perfect person than an upperclassman an upper? to show me the way. <laughs> Are you an upperclassman? <laughs> Are you an upperclassman? And I love that like being a sophomore is not even an upperclassman. Like I mean I no. think an upperclassman is really like a junior or senior, but um anyways there's That's there's twelve very true. <laughs> there's, there's twelve chapters, twelve weeks in this book. Um Correct. There Correct are... me if I'm wrong about any of this. Oh, you're so, so I, right. So we're going to take this through week by week. Uh, kind of, there's different exercises and there's different um, different lessons to be learned. Uh, yeah. I was kind of think I was kind of thinking about this. I know. So Katie and I have been talking about, you know, what the possible title of this could be. Uh, and so when I was kind of thinking of this, I was kind of thinking of like Julie, the Julie and Julia movie. Oh my gosh. Like Wait, I... she, she goes, she goes through the cookbook like day by day cooking each different recipe. Okay. I don't know the Julia and Julia movie, but when you said that, I thought her name's Julia Cameron. And so I was like, <gasps> yes, <laughs> I was thinking like Julia and Julia could be us. <laughs> the- yeah, I know. I know. I will, I, when I was brainstorming titles, I was like, it could be Julia and Alex and Katie. Like, Julia and Alex and Katie. Oh, I love that. So which much. is like the least catchy title um, ever. Right. It just Actually, sounds like a really it, boring podcast. <laughs> but it could be. About- it sounds like a really boring podcast. Julia and Julia. So no, it sounds I really- actually was. Po- Go ahead. I, I was brainstorming um, in my morning pages this morning. Oh, cool. Uh, titles. So one of the activities that the Artist Way has you do is it has you journal 
uh, three pages of stream of consciousness every morning. So for yes, those your morning who are pages. tuning in. Yes. So these are called your morning pages. And so I have been doing very well at my morning pages, Good I will job. say, for this first week. Um, the exercises I have not been doing as well, but we'll get to that. Um, anyway, so your morning pages, you're kind of meant to just like write them and then trash them. Um, or like never read them again. And here I am, I'm about to break that rule and I'm going to read, I'm going to read them just because I, I kind of took some, some time to be like, what should the title be? And I kind of like ran through a yeah, bunch of different ones. I love that. Cause that's a, like a good thing. I mean, I'm just jumping in about morning pages because yeah. yeah, like they're just, it's just writing three pages every morning and it can just be stream of consciousness, like whatever is coming into your mind like I'm hungry I'm hungry I'm hungry <laughs> like that could be it or it could right. be like um yeah or you could kind of go into morning pages being like today I want to focus on this and it's just there's no right. pr- there's no pressure so I love that there's you did no a brainstorm rules. there's no rules there's no rules there's literally no rules and that because and the other purpose of this exercise that we learn in chapter one is uh you know learning to ignore the sensor the internal like voice that says you're not good this is crap like um mm. you know you have no talent you you know you're not going to go anywhere like any of those like negative that negative voice that says like you're a terrible writer what are you you sound so stupid writing this or like you know whatever it's like it's just to like get in the practice of ignoring that voice and being like you know what these pages are meant to be shit they're meant to be just like whatever comes to my head you know yeah exactly so with that here are some of my shitty podcast title ideas great um <laughs> i also the, did the same thing in my morning pages so i will you you did yeah <laughs> oh my god wow wow look at look at that so, and by the way i've also lost my voice because when i went out to that bar last night just... i was like i'm just gonna go for fun and of course, people just kept buying me drinks and like, you know, one thing led to another and I stayed up until 4 a.m. So oh, here we are. Oh my gosh, here we are. And Here we are. I was up till 3.30 a.m. Uh, oh my God. Not really doing, I just saw a movie kind of late and then it took, and then I came home and watched Glow, but it was still a late night. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So here we are. So here we are. So here are some of my um terrible ideas no 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 no. they're not they're just ideas they're not terrible no. oh they're idea okay that's they're your just sensor. ideas. okay that's my sensor yeah. that's my sensor although some of them are just like so like cringeworthy but in like a funny way am i allowed to say that <laughs> like yeah, of course. like some like i was like cracking up while writing this because i was like <laughs> like some ideas just like are so flat that they're funny you know like it. like they're just, like I mean I mean bad in like a good sense does I, that make sense I, I totally yeah. get it yeah I know I know I might be doing the wrong thing for artists no anyway, there's so no I wrong said, thing go ahead and tell me all the okay. things <laughs> you can tell I'm a novice and Katie is like an experienced guru as not I like at all say. oh my god I'm like not I'm just like don't judge yourself don't judge yourself don't but judge also yourself. if you yeah. do it's okay <laughs> right all fine so so I have so I have Katie and Alex's way Ooh. walking walking the way Ooh. talking the way um say about the way like another way of like saying talk yeah. Um, <laughs> the, yeah. Wait, 
I love this. Okay. Say about the way. Say about the way. I love how I just explained that. Um, the way, the way for a rainy day. I don't know. I just got into the rhyming thing for a second there. Yes. Um, way talk, wayward thinking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> love it. The wayward, the, the wayward thinking. Um, the right way. Okay. N- no right way. Oh my gosh, this 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 is so genuinely bad. I love it. Okay, K Tay talks the way. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, is that a stretch or what? Oh, I love this. I love this. List I so love much. it. I love I it. I love everything about it. <laughs> the awakening. Oh wow. Of the soul. Sorry, oh. I missed the I missed the last couple of words. The awakening of the soul. What if it's the um, awakening of the Super Soul Sunday <laughs> and we just talk about the oh, Super Soul Sunday? And it's like a combination. It's like the the artist way and Super Soul. Um, uh, right. No. Yeah. Okay. Finding <laughs> finding the way. Um, then then I just went totally off here. Struggling together. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine a podcast called Struggling Together? And it's us. Yes, <laughs> and it's just, just us. Just, where we're just struggling. struggling. <laughs> but also it's like, yeah, like we're, that's so good. Oh man, struggling it's together. So, it's, do you see what I mean? It's so bad. No, it's, it's good. so fun. It's like, I had this idea yeah. for a podcast that's a therapy pod. Well, it's kind of, uh-huh. it's also a joke one, but. Just this therapist who like sits at home alone and like, <laughs> and it's called. Ther- I'm sold. I'm sold. Yeah. I'm, I'm already sold. It's, it's kind of like this, <laughs> but she just, it's just called therapy alone. Oh no, wait, therapy at home alone. Therapy together. At home. Yeah, <laughs> I totally see that as like an SNL sketch, like just this therapist with a wig. Just in the corner in a rocking chair and like very dim therapy lighting. Like, yes. Like she's her own therapist. And she, yeah, it's like this is really just for her. It's just her talking yeah, herself out of her. Really, like, like sometimes you might feel a little bit sad because no one's around. But Right. Well, um, I kind of feel like that's what podcasts turn into sometimes. Like when I was doing my podcast, so I've done a podcast before tell the people um, tell them all, with, tell, tell them the about people. it yeah. so so I kind of did this uh with my friend Danielle and you know there were episodes where it would it would turn into like a, a therapy session uh you know you where we would just talk about what we were going through that week and we would kind of just show up for each other you know yeah um and that's what was so what I loved I I really just I loved it and you know, I kind of had, you know, what's funny is that you've done the artist way before and I've done a podcast before. So we're kind of like meeting in the middle here and like putting the thing I've done before and you putting the thing you've done before and then doing it together. I love that. Um, which yeah. I just realized that as I was talking through it. That's um, so true. We're, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Cause I don't feel like, yeah, it's like, I don't feel, um, I feel like we're going through this in like as a, a partnership, like we're on the same level. Like it doesn't totally. really matter that I've done the artist way before. Like I'm not like ahead of right. you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like I'm it, not. And it, totally. Well, and it, it doesn't matter that I've done a podcast before, but cause I'm 
learning through this too. And, and something that I, um, you know, when we were going through the pre-show jitters before we started filming this or filming before we started recording this, uh, you know, I so remember that of like when I did my first podcast, you know, just being like, what is this going to be? Okay. But what's the structure and like, you know, worrying about so many things. And then once I just started and got the ball, ball rolling and like went with it, it, I was so happy with how it turned out. Yeah. That's how I'm feeling. Like, I guess I, I'm feeling like very, I think still a little bit self-conscious about like, mm, mm-hmm. you know, and it's totally the sensor in my mind being like, oh God, is this authentic enough? Am I actually being myself? Am I having a real conversation? Blah, 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 blah. You know, like that's what's right. going on right now in my mind. Right. And it's like, yeah, it's, it, you're so right that it's like, oh, just letting go of that and then just doing it is really and doing it and you get better I mean you do yeah you just get you just get better at it and you know me when I you know you'll listen back to this and I'll listen back to this and we'll cringe at some of the things I'm that already we say yeah and, like that's what like already you know? from our conversation we've just had I've had so many like all right well we're gonna edit that out because I was like you know it's like I already have a sensor like editing myself Mm, in my mm -hmm. mind I'm like the editor is already working and it's like Katie just be present and stop thinking about like how many times you couldn't think of what to say and you said something stupid or whatever yeah well what was what was what I think I did with my last podcast that I think was smart is I didn't edit it like there was no editing Mm-hmm. So I literally had to get good at talking for a 30-minute segment uh, and making sure that everything I said in that segment was something I was happy with saying. Yeah, you're um, really good at that. You're so articulate and your sentences are like – I feel like that I, – I usually start a sentence like I'm doing right now <clears throat> and then mm-hmm. decide to say something else in the middle of the sentence and then I go back and say the other thing. But oh, but the thing is the thing is is that I do the same thing and I did and I did the same thing and I was watching I would watch myself back and I'd be like Alex you didn't complete that thought like what are you talking about like you know there are but I could get the idea of where I was going uh and it just it, it comes with practice like the whole podcast thing and it's it really is a fun process if you lit it my um my reservations I guess my sensor my my fear with the thing is you know the internet you know and, oh god and I fucking hate putting the internet. <laughs> 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 like on one hand well, on one hand it's this awesome tool because then we get to like share this with people oh I know but, but on... then we also get to share this with people and be like oh god <laughs> right right and uh, so one of the things that like chapter one talks about is the blurts, these blurts that you and I are kind of going over right now from the sensor. Like what does the sensor say that is keeping you from pursuing, you know, what you love and what you're good at? Um, and so the internet is a big one for me, like mm. the blurt of like, this is going to end up on the internet. It's going to follow you for the rest of your life. You'll never be able to live it down you know, the mistakes that you make in front of other people. Um, Kind of just like when I'm, when I think about the blurts and when I think about my sensor, I think of 
mostly it's it a lot of it stems from you know of course there's things like you can't sing you can't dance you're not good at this you're not good at this it's it's those things too but it's also for me a lot of it stems from people are going to see this people are going to hear this they're going to think you're an idiot nobody's going to want to hire you um Mm, yeah you know like like if they see that you've done this dumb mermaid sketch on the internet nobody's gonna want to work with you nobody's gonna take you seriously uh you know what I mean yeah and what's so funny like this is such like the way that those things like keep us those things keep us really small right because it makes us want to be the thing we're supposed to be whatever that means you know mm-hmm. quote unquote mm-hmm. supposed to be and um it like really makes you ashamed or like feeling keeping those things hidden or like i cuz i i totally will um censor myself in front of other people and i think mm-hmm. it's funny like even thinking back or talk looking back at when we first met and you thought I had all of my shit together and I was an upperclassman and I like knew what I was doing and building government and really I was like scared shitless like I wasn't owning those parts of myself and that's just fueled my anxiety of like keeping up this like appearance of I have everything together it was a facade and like the truth is is I had a lot of things together but not being willing to acknowledge like kind of the fears and what was actually going on underneath the surface made the experience of living my life not as enjoyable as it could have been and it's mm-hmm. almost like owning um owning or f- owning my full self has been a big part of my creative recovery and yeah and being like oh actually if i own my story this is very brene brown too who's another one that we could just yes talk about oh forever. my god oh but my god i love her you're not Okay, tell me. we'll get we'll get to it. No, we'll get to okay, it. We'll get tabling to it. Tabling Brene Brown. Write it down. Okay. T- tabling, so, tabling. I love Brene Brown. And she yes. Um, and yeah, so she is a shame researcher, and she talks a lot about shame. And like, so reading her work really shifted things for me because it's this idea of like, if we own our story, if we own our truth, mm-hmm. then we get. If we own our story, we get to write the ending of it. You know, like <clears throat> basically, yeah. I am not. What am I? I'm afraid people are going to find out the truth about me. No, like I, if I can just be honest about, and that's, that was a big part. It's funny. Like I I feel like I mentioned my eating disorder recovery a lot and I talk about it because for me, that was a huge shame, like source of shame for me because I felt like it was almost more crippling and debilitating. Like the eating disorder itself was like not a great experience, but it wasn't something that was so out of control. It was out of control was the secrecy around it. You know what I mean? Like it was like this totally like, let me like this tool that I would use to shame myself. Um, and like, and it all came from like, just not owning, like that was something I couldn't own. And it's like, I also couldn't own a lot of the fears I had around around creativity like I don't I'm afraid of not being good you know like I needed to be right. good or yeah so that's that perfectionist mindset yeah um, well and one of the things so one of the things that uh chapter one has you do or we should I say chapter one or week one um it's the same thing because it's okay yeah in week I'll say I'll, I'll say week well, one we should, chi- we no, should also... I'll just say the same thing well, yeah, you I'll just say the same thing. We should people get it. People, people get, get it. it. They're smart. <laughs> they'll know. They'll know that chapter one is the same thing as week one. Anyway, so week <laughs> week one says uh, 
in the chapter <laughs> to um to write for all of your blurts write the opposite write mm. something that's the opposite mm-hmm. and so I you know I I haven't gone through all of my blurts but I'll just go through the uh you know, I've, I've talked about the blurt about the internet and it much, very much so addresses some of the blurts that you've just talked, talked about. So one of the opposite, uh, affirmations that I wrote down was actually, uh, something that Dr. Brene Brown brought up in her podcast episode with Oprah, um, a quote from Teddy Roosevelt, um, which I absolutely love. Uh, and I just used it because I was like, this is the perfect antidote to my blurt. Um, which is, it's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. And that's uh, Theodore Roosevelt said that. Oh, I and love that. I just love that quote. I love that quote. And it's like, because you hear that quote and you're like, yes, I want to be in the arena. I want to be marred by dust and sweat and blood. And I want to, you know, another another one that I have just beneath it, uh, you know, happiness is the joy we feel when we are striving towards our potential. Mm, you know? Yeah. That it's never in that end result. It's always in the process. The striving. The yes. striving. Oh. The striving is the joy. The striving is the happiness. Um, and that is from Sean Acor. He says that. Um, he's a professor on happiness at Harvard. Um, the science of happiness, I'm sorry. The science of happiness at Harvard. Um, wow. So those two, I just feel like, are such great antidotes. I mean, those words are so healing, you know? Yes. Oh, wow. That's so... I love both of those. That makes makes me think of the um, this other quote about happiness that I I just realized is on my wall, and I just took it down from my wall <laughs> to read it. But because I wrote it down, yeah. and it was so um, uh, it's called it's happiness is neither virtue nor pleasure nor this thing nor that, but simply growth. We're happy when we are growing, and that's William Butler Yeats, and. Mm. I love mm. and it's it's that same idea of like striving and growing. It's not about having it all figured out. And that's the biggest script in my head that I've needed to change. You know, it's not about mm. like yeah. even this podcast episode is not about it being good. It's about, hey, I'm doing something new. And this butterfly feeling that I have in my stomach is right a good thing. And we're going to push past the discomfort into. Yeah, um, because. Yeah, sorry. No, yeah, it's just it's just growth. Yeah. Well, and and even you saying that just makes me think like, yeah, there is something almost sad about having already achieved your potential. Oh my gosh. You know, think, yeah. Think about like if you've already achieved your potential. There's something so sad in that sentiment. You know, just saying like, oh, it's already done. No, that's not that's not where happiness is happiness is in striving for it and Mm. you know you're always going to have more potential you're always going to have something else another project on the horizon a new script a new idea a new um you know I I think that one of the fears that I think that some people have I forget where this is but some one of the fears people have with um chasing their dreams is if 
if they actually achieve the dream, what would they do next? They wouldn't have anything left to dream of, right? Yeah. Some people fear that. They fear that if they do that, there's going to be nothing else. Um, which is, which is a, which is obviously not true. You know, once, once we do this podcast, you know, maybe this podcast will one day end and then we'll go and do another <laughs> podcast. Or yeah. Like you're, maybe you it, literally maybe did a podcast before this one and this yeah. is another one. <laughs> yeah. And this is another one. And, and it's yeah. like, you keep going and you know, just because you've done something doesn't mean you can't do something else or continue to grow. You're always going to be in that process or you, you, with this book, you can be right, and it's it, it, that's such a key aspect of what of creativity. And I've been it's totally a fear that I've had. I mean, like in in terms of even starting this podcast, I know I mentioned like I've this has been an idea in my head for a very long time, and I've been afraid to like give it form and make it take shape because also what if it's bad? What if it's whatever? But also what if it yeah like what if it changes or what if it like um like all of those all of those like what ifs what if it yeah um, yeah but then like what if the no one be- listens to it what if, what if yeah what if what if I say something that someone gets offended by mm-hmm. that's something I worry about I you know I hate hurting people's feelings I'm a fragile little snowflake in that way I hate hurting people's I hate hurting people's feelings and I I love considering other people's emotions and you know I want everyone to everyone yeah taking care of everyone um and then I also worry about being called a snowflake and being called like oh you're so sensitive and oh you're so like you know and actually someone just come I someone just commented on my old podcast video saying, uh, you sound, don't you, don't you know how silly you sound? You sound, this is some, um, SJ or something like you, this is such basic SJW stuff. Mm. And I was like, what's SJW? And it's a social um, justice warrior, social, social justice Mm -hmm. warrior. So it's, it's, and I looked that up and it's kind of a pejorative, it's kind of a pejorative term for like, um, someone who, uh, pretends to be an activist to look better than they actually are, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I kind of read that and the whole premise of smart enough, my podcast, my other podcast was, you know, I'm, I don't know everything, but I have to do something and I have to say something so that we can have better conversations with each other and more productive conversations with each other. I'm not smart enough to know everything, but I'm smart enough to have a conversation about it. Um, I love, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. And, and so then reading that comment, it was like a blurt. It was, it was literally like one of those blurts from the censor, right? Oh my gosh. And having read the book, I was like, Oh my gosh, that's, that's the censor. That's him that, you know? Mm. Um, and I almost thought it was ironic, you know, he's like, Oh, this is some petty, like basic SJW shit, you know? And it's like interesting for him to use the warrior thing. When I have this quote from Theodore Roosevelt, where it's like, you know, yeah, go ahead, criticize me. Like I'm actually in the arena, you know, I am, I am getting marred by dust and sweat and blood and, 
you know, I'm not perfect. And yeah, maybe I sound like an idiot sometimes. And I, maybe I sound like an idiot now. But, you, don't. you know, I'm yeah. trying. But well, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, but I'm trying, you know, and I'm striving for my potential and to make the world a better place. Wow. Yeah. I, oh my God. Gosh. I just went on a whole like that. I, I just went on a whole rant there. No, it's so good. Cause like honestly, reading a comment like that would probably destroy me. <laughs> like, especially. Well, well and, and that's the, th- and that's the thing is that at first it, it, it stung, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Like when I first, when I first read that, I was like, oh my gosh, like, what do I think I'm doing? I'm such an idiot. And then he said, he, he included the, question don't you know how silly you sound and I kind of built that into the premise of the podcast you know right it's It's like you missed the point about you missed the point that like I know I sound silly like I'm I do know I sound silly and I'm okay with it Mm, yeah as long as I'm like willing and able to grow and get better you know that's so important. Oh my God, this is exactly what I need to hear right now because I am having like, oh, I think a lot of the work I've been doing over the past year really or the past several months is like letting go of this perfectionist in me that that mm-hmm. holds myself to some mm-hmm. impossibly high standard of like, I can't put my stuff out there unless it's good, unless it's perfect. But I mean, not even perfect. I'm not consciously like, I want it to be perfect. But that's part of it. It's like, I, I'm... I've often been afraid to share myself and my art with people um, yeah. because I don't think it's good enough. Um, right, right. And right. so it's been something I've really been actively working on. And I realized recently, like in the past week, that um, – so, so some of the things I've been doing – are like I've been drawing more and just sharing them on social media. And I know social media isn't like real life, uh, but even just overcoming the social media fear. Oh, thank you. They are so good. I, and, and that's the other thing for people listening is like, so I know Katie's on this journey. I know she's reading this book and like, and then I'm seeing the work that she's producing. Sorry. I'm talking about you in the third person now, but I'm seeing, (laughs) (laughs) I'm seeing, I'm seeing the work you're producing. I went to one of your stand up shows. I went to like, you know, and I'm just like, I, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you, you know? Like, oh. and I just was like, no, but for real. And like, just the things you're posting on social media, the, the comics that you posted were so like, they hit something so real, each of them, you know? Oh, wow. That's really, I'd like, you know, like, yeah, just something that it's either, and it's either, it's either something I've experienced before or it's something I haven't experienced before that allows me to kind of have an aha moment about what it must be like to walk in someone else's shoes, to walk in your shoes. Well, thank you for saying that. But, and I, it's funny because I like, I almost turn off like my, it's, um, I mean, what am I saying about this? I'm just like, yeah, it's like, first of all, I don't like the whole drawing thing really came about when I like started doing 
Inktober, which was really nice because every mm-hmm. it was kind of like improv mm-hmm. almost because they would give you a, a word. It was like a word prompt every day. And I was like, oh, cool suggestion. I'll do a drawing off of it. And then, yeah, and I kind of kept I really enjoyed doing that and then made some more like personal sort of cartoons, I guess. Um, but or drawings. And it, it was a nice way yeah, it was like it's it's sort of a new venture or like a new exploration, I guess. And something about like I felt such freedom. Like basically I, I don't know. It's it's weird because I mean, it, I guess like it's weird to receive a lot of the positive feedback I've gotten from them beca- yeah, yeah. because like and almost like getting positive feedback almost makes me like really I am, I don't know how to handle it because I get mm. so afraid of like. Well, I take it all back. Please take it I back. Take it. No, I want. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> uh, please say you hate them or you're just indifferent. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, well, but no, they're terrible. They're is- honestly garbage. <laughs> <laughs> they're honestly garbage. Uh, I was just <laughs> stoking your ego fire. Um, yeah. I. But like, it's funny because. Like I want to receive and because I, I also I want to be able to like receive that like love and praise and and say thank you and be like, but I like them anyways, regardless of the feedback. So it's kind of like that, mm, like mm, not taking mm-hmm. anything personally, whether it's positive mm-hmm, or negative mm-hmm. and yeah. writing the middle a little bit more is something that I'm practicing. And it but it doesn't necessarily mean that I can't receive good feedback either you know what I mean like it's weird um where like I um but yeah like I guess the practice of posting them for me is that Mm -hmm. is having Mm -hmm. neutrality around the feedback meaning like I'm Mm. not Mm. I'm practicing mm-hmm. yeah I'm practicing being indifferent to how people respond because sometimes I'll post something that it either is deeply personal for me or like maybe is less personal or maybe is right. who knows and it'll get like like a 17 likes versus like 90 right. like you know it's like okay cool that says more about other people than it does about me and my talent you know what I mean like oh this just right. the thing that got more likes other people just happen to resonate with more and I'm not doing it like as if I'm doing it to resonate with people. I mean, like that's which is not really true because I do believe that like connecting with people is where I find meaning in life. But at the right. same time, like, yeah, sort of separating out like part of this journey is just figuring out what is intrinsically motivating for me. And my measure of success mm. isn't necessarily like how – um isn't like the response I get from other people because then that's where like the anxiety and perfectionism comes into play because I'm constantly asking like what do you want me to be what do you want me to like right sound like and I'm feeling this so hard with stand-up because I was feeling like so good and like centered and just I was feeling so I probably when we talked actually a week ago oh my gosh Mm. yeah this is a Mm. big this is a big change in the past week because I had been oh, wow. I had taken a three week break from stand up and well, like over the holidays I hadn't been mm-hmm. doing stand up. Right, right, right. As you would, as naturally. I mean, I just assume most people are at home with their families. Right. Well, I yeah, yeah. I that's that's what I pretty much did. Um mm-hmm. but then getting back into doing shows this week, I had like four shows 
And after my first one, I just noticed a spike in anxiety and in negative thought mm. patterns. And I realized mm. like stand up is a way that I beat myself up in my head. You know, like that is where my sensor just runs wild like where I focus only on the negative aspects of my performance I like mm -hmm. just use it as a way to confirm all the negative beliefs about myself like you're a piece of shit you're inarticulate you can't you know like you aren't good at this you are you come off as insecure you are whatever like all of right um I just like constant it's like I I and I noticed such a stark difference because of how like good I was feeling before you know I was like oh I kind of feel mm. like I like what I'm doing in my day-to-day -day life you know <laughs> then I was like oh wait right, right. here comes a rush of um perfectionism fear. and fear yeah. yeah and it's yeah and so for me this week I'm practicing having the same so sorry this is like such a long way of saying this thing that I'm this realization that I'm kind of slowly yeah, having yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <Right. laughs> basically it's related to like posting my drawings on social media, which is that, okay, I can sort of have more neutrality around that in terms of like, okay, I'm just doing with, with drawing, I draw what I feel like doing and then I'll put it out there sometimes, you know, like if I, right. if I want to, um, well, and, and I had a similar experience, uh, you know, last June, I decided that I was going to post a video a day for every weekday. Mm. Um, on Mondays I was, you know, cause I just kind of had all these different ideas floating around and I was so sick and tired of being afraid to pursue any of them. So I just, and I was so sick and tired of, um, be, you know, that thing where I'm standing with the ladder in, in the middle of all these walls. Yeah. I was so uh, afraid to commit to it, you know, to one of these ideas that I decided to put my ladder up against every wall and, <laughs> um, <laughs> and do a video for all my different ideas and do it, you know, for every weekday. Um, you know, Mondays were the podcast or no, Mondays were a sketch show I had. Tuesdays were a podcast. Wednesdays was a webcam video. Thursdays was another parody video and then Fridays was a dance video and you know the videos all got varying degrees of responses and what started to happen was one person would come up to me and be like oh my gosh I am obsessed with mermaids and mimosas it is so good it, <laughs> like I those characters are amazing like blah blah blah, blah. and then the next, like the next day or the next week, someone would go, you know, I love, I love the dance video, but mermaids and mimosas is, kind of, I just don't get it. Like, what is it? Like, it doesn't even really make sense. Uh -huh. Like, you know, and those characters are so unlikable and, you know, and, and normally <laughs> Wait, now I really I, want to go watch mermaids and mimosas. I need to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But it's a, and then I realized, you know, it's really one of those things because like, I could have not made mermaids and mimosas to please so that that one, per so that I wouldn't have to experience the discomfort of that one person not liking it. Mm. But if I, but if I hadn't made it, then that one person that did like it would never have gotten it. I never would have given it to them because I was afraid of, of what this other person would think, you know? Yes. And it's, and so it really, yeah. it really was a way for me to depersonalize 
each of these products that I'd created because I could kind of be like, hey, I made this. It's out there. If you like it, you like it. If you respond to it, you respond to it. And if you don't, you don't, you know? Right. And trusting that if you have the impulse to create something, it's mm-hmm. it's for a reason. And just just do it. There's no... And just do it. Just do it. Right. Yeah. And well, this is a this is a great, you know, um, this is the hardest part of a podcast. The hardest part is saying goodbye. And, <laughs> is is saying goodbye and end and ending it. But I think that is a great note to end on and uh, to pick up from on last week. I know we didn't cover everything from week one and chapter one. Uh, so we can either decide to move on to chapter two next week or we can uh, continue this discussion. But um, this has been such a pleasure. I, th- I feel like this went really well went really well great I feel really good about it too (laughs) and I'm partially partially just saying that (laughs) should should that be our tagline I think this went really well (laughs) um yes so hopefully blind confidence and uh blind confidence yeah hopefully that inspires some of you guys at home as we you know try to come alive in in our own journeys and um, Here on Julia, well, Julia, Katie, and Alex, <laughs> yeah, struggling yeah, together. Yeah. <laughs> struggling together. And um, have a fantastic week. Have a Hope great week. Hope you subscribe, week. and we'll talk again soon. Sounds great. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs>